According to Fox 59, Russ McQuaid reporting, one of the few reporters in Indianapolis, some IMPD officers are talking about what they experienced during the rioting. Feeling that they felt like scapegoats for a political agenda, quote unquote. This after a report found that officers' aggressive dress and actions caused two nights of violence and civil unrest. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. I am thrilled to hear that officers are speaking out. I'm thrilled to hear that they're discussing what's going on. Of course, the report was the final report of independent review panel regarding the response of the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department to the community protests of May 29th through June 1st in downtown Indianapolis. The the report did go about blaming officers. And I would argue that some of it could be interesting. So, for example, the appearance of officers in helmets and gas masks armed with batons incited the crowd to violence. Well, I think that's very wrong. That they were prepared because of other violence is not a weird thing. But that protesters felt hemmed in, in by police kettling of the crowd. That's when they get circled, right? Okay, maybe that's a procedure that doesn't work for specific reasons. Maybe there's a reason it does work. That's a worthy conversation. And frontline officers were let down by a lack of planning and strategy by IMPD commanders. That's I totally get. That makes perfect sense because there's very obviously no plan and not only no plan, no leadership. And I should argue, and I do, not just from uh, the mayor, but it's the capital city. Was the governor not going to say anything, do anything, just going to sit and wait? I'm sorry. I find it very odd and very awkward that National Guard troops weren't called. You want to say you got caught flat-footed on the first night, that's fine. Banks were set on fire the second night. You knew it was coming. One of the officers said, I'm talking to you, meaning uh, to uh, Russ McQuaid, uh, because I feel like, I want to make sure I've got the quote here perfectly, I feel like there's one side of the story that's really being told, and there are facts of that story that just aren't quite right from the viewpoint of those that were actually there. We had our helmets, and per our training, when the helmets come out, you usually take out your baton with that. The normal riot gear we don't use because that's more of a defensive thing, and it's more like full body protection. We never had that during the course of the weekend at all. They were told to keep the circle closed from vehicular traffic and any more pedestrian traffic. Initially, says an officer, we were pretty close to the protesters. And then at some point, there was a command decision to back up the officers to the alley just north of the circle and between Ohio and Monument Circle. We were told to stay there and to not let them go out and march because of traffic and the amount of protesters. And we didn't have the amount of officers that we would normally have for a pre-planned event to shut down traffic patterns to be able to allow them to march safely. Where was Joe Hogshead is the only question. At home? At home doing what? I want the TikTok of where the mayor was. How do we have a city that isn't asking this question every single day? 
Where was Mayor Joe Hogs at during two nights of rioting? He was home. Why was he home and not in a command center? He has a command center at his home. Show me. Show me what he was doing. Where are the photos? What was the TikTok? What time did that man go to bed? What time did he wake up? What did he do the next night? Was he still at home? That's leadership? 9-11 happens and Rudy Giuliani is walking the streets. Joe Hogsett was at home? Can you tell me the color of his whoobie? There are questions that need to be answered, and I'm glad police officers are coming out and at least speaking out so maybe we can have a better idea. You can check the story at Fox 59.